1: So let's invite Sister Olorato to
2: He saved us for all time. What about others? He saved you and he saved me. But what are we doing for the others? Do you believe in dreams, the Holy Spirit dreams? Thousands of men running down the street. They didn't know that the road was leading into a steep and deadly cliff and into the lake of fire. Mm-hmm. He saved you and he saved. He saved us for all time, but what about others? He saved you and He saved me, but what are we doing for the
3: others,
2: multitude? multitude multitude are waiting in the valley of decision oh they're waiting they're hoping to hear the gospel they don't know jesus christ they are lost and dying so He saved you and he saved me he saved us for all time but what about others he saved you and he saved me but what are we doing for the
3: others
2: Why do we sit and wait, while millions go to hell? The blood is on our hands, it's time to preach the word. The gospel of Jesus in its pure and simple form is what is missing now in the church. What are we preaching? He saved you and he saved me. He saved us for all time. But what about others? He saved you and he saved me. But what are we doing? the others. We are the salt of the world and the light of the world. Are we really shining, shining like we should? We are the salt of the world and the light of the world. Are we really shining as the light of the world? saved you and it saved me he saved us for all time but what about others he saved you and it saved me what are we doing for the other What are we doing for the others? He may be a little boy or
3: a little girl,
2: a soul is a soul, and it's precious to God. He may be rich, he may be poor soul is a soul and it's precious to god god is not willing that any should perish he loves everyone and so must we soul is a soul and it's precious to god mm-hmm. He may be a lawyer, maybe a doctor, maybe a farmer, maybe a teacher. He may be a trader, maybe a plumber. Our soul is our soul and it's precious to God. A soul is a soul and it's precious to God. God is not willing that any should perish. He loves everyone and so must do we. A soul is a soul and it's precious to God. A soul is a soul and it's precious to God. God is not willing that any should perish. He loves everyone and so must we. Soul is a soul and is precious to God Not willing that any should perish. He loves everyone, and so must we. The soul is a soul, and it's precious to God. The soul is a soul, and it's precious to God. God is not willing that any should perish. He loves everyone, and so must we. The soul is a soul, and it's precious
3: to God.
2: Even if you gain the whole world It will not be worth your soul What shall a man give? In exchange for his soul, if you gain the whole world, it will not be worth your soul. What shall a man give? In exchange for his soul. A soul is a soul and it's precious to God. God is not willing that any should perish. He loves everyone and so must we. soul is a soul and it's precious to God. soul is a soul and it's precious to God. God is not willing that any should perish. He loves everyone and so must we. soul is a soul and it's precious to God. Even if you gain the whole world, it will not be worth your soul what shall a man give in exchange for his soul if you gain the whole world it will not be worthy also what shall a man give in exchange for his soul Them and tell them that I love them and I can't let them
3: know won't you tell
2: them even when you feel forsaken tell them Even when your earth is shaken, just tell them for me, please tell them,
0: tell them
2: that I love them, and I came to let them know.
3: To tell that lonely
2: man who walks the cold streets all alone, tell that crying child who doesn't have a home, tell those hungry and dying people, lost and in despair, they don't even know that I care. Tell them Even if They don't believe you Just tell Them Even if they don't Receive you Just tell them for Me Please tell them And tell them that I love them And I Came to let them, no. Oh, won't you tell them on the streets and on the highways? Compel them, even on the byways, tell them for me. That I'm here to mend the broken hearted, restore those who have parted I
3: can't do that. Oh, 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 oh. Even if they don't believe
2: you, just tell them. Even if they don't receive you, just tell them for me. Please tell them, and tell them that I love them. And I came to let them know, tell them. Even when you feel forsaken, just tell them, even if it seems you are forsaken, just tell them for me, please tell them, tell them that I love them, and I came to let them them know for I
3: came
2: to let them know
1: hallelujah Turn to somebody sitting by you and say, tell them. That is a message of Jesus to us. Tell them that I came, that I love them and I came to let them know that I love them. Jesus said, the prince of this world cometh, but he has nothing in me, but that the world would know that I love the father. Arise and let us go. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That is love and work, Amen. Tonight I want to continue. I've been trying to see which book I should preach from, and it's almost like I have to do a combo. So, and I just I don't want to preach for long, but I'll, I need to preach enough to make sense of the message. Hallelujah. And you see, let me let me say this to you. Let me say this to you. Don't ever believe anybody that tells you that you can get good things without spending and investing much time and much effort. You see, the gold of this earth is not on top of trees that you just blow a wind and you take it. It's deep in the earth and yet it has not stopped men from making effort to get the gold no matter where it is hidden hallelujah so if gold which is just something that is precious to man every effort is invested to get it out from wherever it is why do you think that the things of god will just come by your casual efforts Hello? You see, this is one of the... Remember, Satan's number one... Let me put it... Satan's function is to deceive. Do you get it? He's wicked, but his function is to deceive. And therefore, if his function is to deceive, then there are many things he will want to deceive us about and one of such is for a christian to think that you can get a lot from god without investing your time effort energy you get it? so everything service is short everything is short and it's like we always would apologize for no you see this is well, this is my personal belief this is my personal belief i would rather have 10 people that i can use to accomplish great things than have a thousand people that we can't do anything this is my personal belief and therefore having learned from my mistakes i don't do anything to compromise so that more people can come it's not more people i want i want quality people because with quality people we can we can have the Holy Spirit. You see, the work of God is accomplished by the Holy Spirit. But you need certain quality people in whom, and in whom the Holy Spirit can manifest. Do you get the point? We, we, need, we need a certain quality of people in whom the Holy Spirit can manifest. So, you see, Jesus had 12 disciples that he chose well there were many more people that added to it but he left the the main list that we have is 12 but you see with quality 12 minus Judas do you get it? but they, they, they were replaced one was added to make it 12 you see with quality 12 2000 years has gone by and we are still having hearing the message of Jesus and you see, if you don't believe what I'm saying, if you don't believe what I'm saying, it's because you don't read your Bible. Because if you read your Bible, Jesus' reaction to the crowd was not what we would have done today. In John chapter 6, when Jesus met, he had gone to pray and say, people are looking for you, where are you? And when he met them, he came and he told them that, listen, You are looking for me not because you saw the miracles and now believe in me as a son of God and want to follow me, but because the miracles provided for your needs. And that is why you are coming after me. That is why you are coming after me. And then he told them that don't labor for the meat that will perish. And in the process of talking, he began to tell them about the real bread. Which is his flesh. By the time he finished, the church was finished. And he asked his disciples, will you also go? And they said, listen, what you said was hard and we can see that the church is finished. But the truth is, we don't have much option because you are the one with what we need. So whatever it will take to get what we want, we are determined. So we have, we are going nowhere. Yeah. That's a, please look, put it up. I think John six, 50 something or just look for it for me. He said, will you also go? The church was finished and Jesus was asking, are you also going to go? But you see the The disciples, despite their weakness and other issues, it's like whatever was sacking people, they say it cannot suck us. You see, the reason why the people left the church was that Jesus said they have to eat his flesh. Are Are you getting my point? So one of the reasons why we are ineffective as church or churches in our communities in bringing people to christ is that it's like we have people in whom the holy spirit can't manifest because mind you paul said quench not the spirit so the spirit can be quenched the spirit is not a fire but it's like it can be stopped from work or, or, or it can be stopped from working By Christians who are not willing to to cooperate with him and allow him to lead them. So it's time for us to start raising up real people who want Jesus. Because you see, with them, the Holy Spirit can bring many people who will have real conversion, real conversion real conversion, that would throw away everything and say, Jesus is everything. Because when the spirit convicts, there's no argument. Most of our conf, conf, conversions, in other words, most of our people that get born again, I mean, to be honest with you, sometimes, I ask myself, are they really born again? No, no, I'm, I'm telling you the truth. It's a quiet, I don't even know why I'm telling you this. But sometimes I ask that, Lord, are they really born again? Anyway, you only know. And I keep praying that, Lord, they will have an encounter with the Holy Spirit. Because a lot of people get born again, that it's more through our intelligent presentation of the gospel. One of the days, the Lord warned me and said, you see, my work is spiritual and is by the Holy Spirit. So don't, don't take away the spiritual part of the work. And you see, it's because it's like I realized that most of my presentation of the gospel was in a very simple, understanding way. It could also be the Spirit, but what the Lord warned me was that be be also, like, don't just always teach clearly. Allow the Holy Spirit to also manifest. Yes. Yes. And that is when I stopped having always to go. I organized camp of people and I stopped having to go and teach. But I just leave them and I say, just be. These are the things. Listen, pray, read. So that the Holy Spirit himself will do it. So my duty is more like to organize them or to shepherd them to a place where it's like you and the Holy Spirit. That, that, that's what I'm doing now these days. I'm just, it's like i in a gentle leadership way put them in an environment where the holy spirit can get them so that whatever they come up with whatever they themselves rise up and say i want to serve god that then it's not like through my intelligent presentation of the gospel because i realize i have a, i have the ability to explain things to make sense to people they get it so the lord warned me don't 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 lean on it too much don't lean on it too much anyway hallelujah so it's time for us to really have solid people and and you see we need to tell our people that listen if you want something good from the lord then be willing to pay the price you need to spend time and what we are doing we are not doing anything special we are not doing anything special because most people spend days in foolish things excuse me to say you get it. you don't i don't want to spoil the message because it's the beginning part of the message so i don't want to give examples but you know what i'm talking about i mean you even check your life i mean i don't know what it is but check your life whether you spend all your all your time wisely and all your effort wisely hallelujah anyway so this evening i know i said some scriptures but 67, it's okay, let's leave it. You know what I'm talking about. It's in the Bible. You can go and find it. This evening, I want want to just draw your attention to something very important. And that is that, you see, we need to seek to do God's will. You see, most people, when you talk about God's will, they are busy asking you, God's will for me. I'm not talking about God's will for you. I'm talking about God's will on earth. Because when Jesus taught the disciples to pray, or how the pattern in which they should pray, the first thing was not give us this day our daily bread. The first thing was our Father who hath in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Thy will be done on earth. Now, the church needs to emphasize, and you as church members must be happy when the pastor is preaching and talking always about the will of God on earth. Don't say it's a boring message. Say that was the best message I've heard, the most significant message for my life. You see, the reason why we don't preach about the things we need to preach about is because every time we preach about it, you your faces doesn't encourage us. And then when we organize programs that is aimed at fulfilling the will of God on earth, you don't participate. And you, you tempt us and put us under pressure to change, to do things that addresses your needs. Yeah, so you are also part to be blamed. And at the end of the day, we, you see, when we don't do our master's will, his blessings doesn't come. And when you are under us, you are not blessed because we are disobeying God. yes because if God is happy with me he'll be happy with my children oh yes yes when God was happy with Abraham he was happy with his children even the one that he did by his own the one that Abraham went to do by himself under agreement with Sarah these days there are no such agreements a lot I mean you wonder why (laughs) (laughs) because the last Sarah died long ago. (laughs) You know, but listen, even the one that Abraham did of his own, when Abraham was not happy to let the child go, because Sarah says they must go, God said, you let the child go, what Sarah is saying is the case that it is the child of promise, the one that I've given you that will inherit and continue. This one is your mistake, but but the the, the Lord said to Abraham, because he is your child, I will bless him also. Amen. Yeah, he said, because he is your child, because he's your child. So what you need to do is to help your pastors to do what is right in the eyes of God. Don't 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 make your pastors feel pressured to attend and to preach sermons about your needs. It doesn't bring us blessings because God has a will on earth that must be done. Let us not change the church into some factory of trying to meet people's needs. Are you getting what my point? You see, your needs will be met without you trying to meet it. It will be met because the God we have is the is the all sufficient God. Are you with me? You don't have to believe that, that listen, Satan will tell you. Think about yourself. I'm telling you, think about God. God will sort out everything about you. Listen, God knows you are here. He brought you here. Do you know where you come from? Do you know who decided how you are going to come? It's a decision of God. You don't know where you come from. You woke up and found yourself here among humans and learned human ways. Yeah, so if you don't know where you come from, how can you start feeling that you are responsible for your needs? When you didn't bring yourself Are you with me? You see the reason why I'm I, I normally saying this is because it, the pre, if you're a pastor eh, the pressure to attend to people's needs and to preach people's needs it's very high. hey because if you don't preach it, they don't come but that shall not be your story in Jesus name yeah. yeah. You see, so we need to. Jesus prayed, he taught us to pray, say, Thy will be done on earth. Now, what is the will of God on earth? What is the will of God on earth? It's very simple. The will of God is that men should not perish, but come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. He doesn't want people to perish. He does not want people to perish. And wants people to come to the saving knowledge. That's why his promise of judgment he has not delayed it because he doesn't know how to judge or he doesn't qualify to judge. He has delayed it so that many will come to the saving knowledge. That's what Peter said when he wrote 2 Peter 3.9. He said, "For God is not slack concerning his promises. His promise of judgment god is not slack but that not willing or not wanting that any should perish his long suffering He's long suffering he's patient not he does it is not his intention that anybody should perish and go to hell do you get it so he is wanting people to be saved and we are his agents that he's dependent upon to allow the holy spirit to work in us to save people and that should be our aim. You see, what your number one goal as a Christian when you get born again is to learn how to share Christ with people and how to care for people who are born again and to make them stable members of the church. Of the body of Christ. Yes. And God will bless you. I promise you. You see, God will bless you because when you have been saved and you give yourself to saving others, it is the highest expression of gratitude to God. And you see, like he said, were there not ten lepers? How come it's only this stranger who has come to say thanks? God expects, I mean, if he was not expecting people to say thanks, he wouldn't have made that statement. Who, how many came wouldn't bother him? But he asked, Where are the rest? So he expects us to appreciate what has been done for us and you see every time you appreciate what has been done for you more is revealed to you more is revealed to you so we need to really be part of whatever needs to be done i said we need to be part of whatever needs to be done for souls to be saved amen i've not done much of the tell them book You see there are about 120 reasons i don't think i can do 120 reasons and i don't think i've not given you enough reasons for to win souls i've given you enough reasons but you see there is a harvest that must be brought into the house of god into the kingdom of god and the harvest needs you and me i said Jesus said to the disciples when he saw the multitudes Matthew 9.36 the Bible says he was moved with compassion because they fainted or they were scattered as sheep having no shepherd then he, he said to the disciples pray ye the Lord of the harvest that he may send forth laborers you see many of us are to be laborers in the kingdom instead of thinking about ourselves we should be laborers to be sent into the harvest you see so when you wake up in the morning and you don't do your quiet time you don't read your bible as a christian born again tongue speaking and you say you are a Christian and you don't read your Bible, there's something wrong with you. You you don't understand what you are. The Bible reading the prayer is not only for the pastor. It's not only for the pastor. It's for everybody who is born again. Hallelujah. So the harvest is there but the laborers are few and if you and I could join The the laborers, that we will many more souls. God's will will be established. I said, God's will will be established. The harvest is plenty, but the laborers are few. Now, you see, I'm preaching on chapter. I think chapter three or so. Is it chapter three? Keys to the harvest. I'm I'm just going to mention a few things on this book. 120 Reasons Why You Must Tell Them. And the song was very beautiful. Beautiful songs. A soul is a soul. And it's precious to God. It may be a child. It may be... And you know, let me tell you something. The rate at which evil is increasing. We cannot wait for people to grow up before we start telling them about Jesus. And please don't think that the children don't understand. They understand things more than you. They they compete. You see, every generation is smarter than the previous generation. Yeah, don't worry, you brought them forth, but they are smarter than you. It has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with you. Just just accept it, please. It has nothing to do with you. Yeah, don't 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 take it personal. It has nothing to do with you. But every generation is smarter than the previous generation. So the children, the young people must be allowed to do church. And the greatest mistake to think that children can do church. They can do church far better than we do. And we have to support them. Allow them to have their own service. And they lead. The preacher is... Nineteen-year-old or twenty-year-old, the musicians are—it's all of them. They will they, look. They will run a better service than you. Let us not wait for them to grow to twenty-seven. By that time, it will be too late. Pastor Samuel, you must. Do you have a children's church here? I think you must, I don't know if you have space, build a proper children's. I have a dream, I I, I didn't get somebody to help me, but I want a church where the people who come to church are young people. I've had this dream some years ago at different pastors meetings. I wanted some of my pastors to take it up. Where we start branches of children's churches, not adult churches. We don't want any adult there. You see a 22-year-old pastor with his team of 22 years old. They are adults. What do you mean by 22 years old is an adult? And the younger they are, the more the purer they are. In many ways, they, they, the young people connect to the spirit realm easily than us. the young people they connect to the spirit realm easier easier than us yeah amen yeah we must have don't don't dispi- you see that's the thing you see jesus said when the when the disciples were pushing away the little children jesus said what why are you pushing them let them let them come unto me for such is the kingdom of god for such is the kingdom of god but i don't know why we are Constantly, and I've been constantly neglecting them, and making them watch television, Teletubbies and other things. No, I think for someone, you see your son together with his friends. Let them start a church of their own. Give them instruments. No, the children teach them how to play instruments. They learn it faster. They will sing. They will do everything beautifully. and you, you people who are older you must support buy instruments, buy things for them buy buses to bring them to church sponsor the transport you must support you must support don't, 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 don't despise the pastor don't despise the pastor don't, don't do that because Jesus said suffer the little children to come unto me for such is the kingdom of heaven yeah let them have their own. Look, you will see what God will do with them. You'll be surprised. And you'll be asking yourself, why didn't I do it early? Yeah. Look, even in our church, Joshua Heward Mills and his team of people. You see, we have been past we've been pastors trying to grow the church for years. When he became a pastor and started working with his father. The church, they are sitting, there's no church that sits that capacity. And he was a child. I was there when he was about four years old, five years old. He was my page boy. But today his ministry work is not is I mean, I've been a pastor for a long time, but his congregation size is far bigger than mine. Yes. It is not of him that willeth, nor of him that runneth, but it is the Lord. The Lord decides who He wants to use. And that's just, you see, that God is using children doesn't make, it shouldn't make you feel unimportant. It's a decision of the Lord. What's your problem? I mean, don't you decide which shoe you want to wear to which friendship? Don't you decide which shoe you want to wear to which function? Can you imagine your other shoes are complaining that? How come you didn't choose me to go to, I mean, how? so it's, it's not about whether you are not nice or not it's about the decision of the lord you see people will laugh at you when you spend and invest in the children but when you are old they will say hey you were wise They'll start saying, you know, we didn't see what you saw. You know, we didn't see what you saw. You were wise. You were this. You were this. They'll they'll start saying it. You say, we should have followed you. We should have done this. How come we didn't see? That's what they'll be saying. How come we didn't see? They've forgotten that when you were trying to explain to them, they were laughing at you. Because the will of God is not their, their passion the money and the the pride of life is what is governing them. Yeah. Hallelujah. Great. So I'm doing chapter 3, the key to the harvest. Somebody will read for me just the point. Charlie, just read. Yeah, the key to the harvest. The first key is the key of massive Organization. organization massive organization where you must you see the the size of the effort you make determines how much you get or yeah the size of the effort you make has an impact on how much you get you see most churches don't organize extensively for people to be brought into the church to be saved you see we organize crusades do you get it we organize crusades it's good we will do it but there's also an organized effort to bring people to sunday service or whatever day service you have where everybody in the church is involved where everybody in the church is involved everybody in the church is in, is made to be involved through consistent effort of advertisement telling people getting them to be involved and all those things In addition to massive prayer. Because listen. People are held captive by the devil. Through blinding of their eyes and their minds. So that what they should naturally respond to, they don't. The only breakthrough that they can have is breakthrough that comes by real intentional intensive prayer that involves the whole church the whole church praying the souls to be saved and you see it is one thing that you are very sure God will answer for a wife you are not sure for a husband for a car you are not sure but ask for souls to be saved as for souls to be saved, God will answer. And you see, as as you you make God's interest your interest, there's only one result that will come out of you, like, blessings. Blessings. You, you are proving to God that I'm concerned. I'm I'm concerned about what is your concern. And as you pray, you have the church. Most churches don't pray for souls. That's why we don't have the souls in the church. Most churches are not interested in souls. People being born again. Bishop said he went to minister at a conference. After he's finished, the pastor told him, you are the only person who made an altar call for people to be born again I've had the conference for two weeks you are the only person the only person who made another call for people to be born again and so you see that a lot of us are not really interested in souls because we are not interested in God's will meanwhile the prayer we pray Or some of us, the only prayer we know, our Father who art in heaven. The first portion is about God. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Before give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses. As we forgive those who trespass. Lead us not into temptation. God is first before you. God is first before you. Hallelujah. So that massive effort is essential. And you see, the reason why we preach or I'm sharing this thing is that so that when it is being done, you will participate and you will know that pastor is trying to do what is right in the eyes of God and we can only but support him to do it. Yeah. When he says we are having all night prayer meeting for souls to be born, don't say, ah, Why don't we have all night prayer meeting for our lives to be better? Look, your life will not be better unless God's will is being done. Understand this truth and stop turning the equation upside down. Understand this truth. Your life will not be better unless God's will is your priority. So that massive organization, everybody, let's not leave this. Uh, I mean, the harvest, the effort to harvest souls to just a, some 20 people. No. Every member in the church must be made to be involved. If you say you are a member and if you say you are born again, then from time to regularly it must be seasonal, we are involved. Because you see, a lot of people. If you leave the soul winning to them, they won't do it. Look, people are very selfish. You don't know. You can preach and preach until your intestines are coming out through your mouth. It will not change their minds. So leave, you see, as pastors, let us leave nothing to the people to do it on their own. We have to organize them to do it. I mean, these pastors and these people that I came with, if I had left it to them, do you want to come so that we go and pray? Would you come? Almost all of them would have given me one excuse after the other. I promise you. I promise. They know it. They know it. They will say, oh, you see, my mother is, is uh, my mother is having a new baby, so <laughs> I need to be there. Meanwhile, their mother is menopause. Hallelujah. Good. The second key key. is the key of Anakazu. Anakazu. The key of Anakazu that I've shared you does. It's like we are nothing is going to be left to chance nothing is going to be left to chance what we have determined this place we are sitting two thousand people two thousand people unless it is two thousand people we will not stop in our effort and when we get to two thousand we move to three thousand when we get when the place is full we move to multiple services you see and it's you can do it what is not happening to you is because you don't want it to happen. Oh yes, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You see, it's not, sometimes you say things that you are not sure whether it will happen. But this one, I'm telling you what I've seen. You see, we have two streams of churches now. What we call the first love church and 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 the the UD church the UD church there was a day there was a day the UD church organized a special program we call it Swollen Sunday which is like a massive evangelistic effort and the place was half full there was nothing much the same afternoon the same afternoon the same day the same afternoon the first life church organized the same thing there was chaos there, there was chaos the place was packed packed yeah it depends on the attitude of the people involved if you have an auditorium that is big enough well maybe run back yeah but you see it can be filled and almost all churches no matter where you are it can be filled the truth is the truth is what is not filled is because you have not organized determinedly to fail it and but but by, by anakazo you see anakazo makes all things possible anakazo makes all things possible the next point that's the last point ever. good so I want to go a little bit into details the practical steps of anakazo that's my glasses can I preach Yesterday, I read why anakazo is important. Now, step number one. Anakazo man prepares a great supper. You see, most people are affected or are moved by what they see. Do you get it? The problem with a lot of us as churches, pastors is that we don't prepare good dishes. You see, when you go to a party and the the food is nice, you keep on asking, when is the next party? Now, it demands on us to make sure that our churches have something nice to offer. A certain high standard. Because you see, most people don't see church, it's almost like church is some, a group of failures that do things. And and for whatever reason, we also don't invest to make it a certain class, a certain standard. You see, that is why, Pastor Samuel, what you have done, you don't know that you have built you see, by having a building, you have, you, you have indicated that you are, you are operating at another level. Because you don't know, because listen, anybody who enters the church says that this pastor must be somebody of a certain level of leadership. A certain level of leadership is present. A lot of people have far more than you have but are not able to build and they meet in tents and dusty ground you see why why would i why should i come to church to have a dusty ground when i can go to another place of fun and entertainment where there's aircon and everything is beautiful nice carpet colors lights changing you see, remember that the soul that you are about to win is not born again yet and doesn't think in a certain spiritual way. Even the people that are born again and have been coming to church are still cannot. It's not only us. Even in the church of Corinth, even in the, among the Galatians, they, they had gifts. You come behind in no gifts. They had gifts, manifestation of the Holy Spirit, but they were yet still carnal. So, you you cannot ignore the fact that the majority of the people that you want to bring to Christ are, are carnal. And therefore, carnally, they must see you at a certain high level. Of course, don't, don't, you see, it's not this. Or that is this and that. Do you get it? Jesus said, You tight the smallest mean this is a this is, a, and he said, This ought ye to have done, and not to neglect the other. So we need both. Man looks on the outward. God looks at the heart. The heart must be what God will like. The outward must be what man will like. Then the two of them will meet in the same place. And God would manifest his presence. Yes. So we need to prepare. Our churches must look nice. Now, the things we do, the music must be at a certain standard and quality. Everything we do, you see, we must organize ourselves very well. The preaching, there must be proper organization where the people come and they have a sense of leadership. It's important. Because, you see, as they are coming, they are checking uh, is there chaos here? Or is there a certain level of organization? You see, yes, it's true. You say that, ah, but pastor, then where where does the spirit has a room to move? Listen. There were, Jesus had different type of meetings. Meetings with the public and meetings with his disciples. In the same way, as a church and as churches, We must learn to have different type of meetings. Meetings where we are focused or targeting people to be saved. We present ourselves in a certain way. And then meetings where the saved, those who are saved and are part of the church, we also meet to have the manifestation of the Holy Spirit. It's also different. we allow the holy spirit to lead us so yes and you see it is because listen our problem has been this we want to have all in one but you can't have all in one the upper room prayer meeting is different from the public preaching that they did The upper room prayer meeting is different. And we need to have different meetings. So that, you see, it's, it's in the book, one of the books, uh, uh, Mega Church. Principle of dynamic service. Every service must have a purpose. You see, every service must have a purpose. It's important. Every service must have a purpose. So as an Akazuma, he prepares a supper. There must be something that when the people come, they will want to come again. Hallelujah. And therefore, we have to develop ourselves multifaceted. You can't always let, you see, I, I I, I may be, you see, as a specialist, when you are a doctor and you specialize, one of the demands of you is that you should be a general doctor first before you become a specialist. So as a specialist, you should be able to do certain general things. And in the same way, you see, sometimes as pastors, we have a gift do you get it but in addition to the gift that you have which is dominant you must develop other aspects of you as well you must develop us well. most of us we have we are one-sided everything is in the prophetic realm and we can't teach so what happens is that you, you it You can only reach out to a certain group of people. But you must develop, there's a basic development that is expected of you as a pastor at all levels. So also as a Christian, there's a basic development that you must have in every area, as much as possible. Hallelujah. So as a praise and worship leader, your duty is not just to only learn how to sing. And singing one after the other, you are not a parrot you see as a praise and worship leader you must develop yourself in by incorporating scripture and, and and exhortation in your singing by doing your quiet time and meditating on the songs you want to sing that where does what does it do so here this is a scripture that is saying this that is a scripture that, that, that is how by so doing even before the preacher has preached, just the worship or the music aspect would would minister to them and say, this church, I want to be here. Hallelujah. You need to develop yourself and you must allow yourself to be developed. I don't know who the present worship leader of this church is, but I'm talking to you. I'm, I'm talking to you. Develop spiritually. Keyboard is instrumentalist. You are not just um, um, session men. You know, session men is like men. We just come and play and go. No, no. You must play under the influence of the Holy Spirit. You see, all these things are necessary. Listen, these things are necessary and allow so allow yourself come for rehearsal where you are not just rehearsing but you are actually praying in tongues. you see when we have our supper well prepared i tell you anybody who comes would want to come again and it will be judged by god as doing his will because we have put an effort in developing ourselves in what he has called us to do such that many people are being saved yeah most of us don't don't want to you see a good chef has most of them either they've gone to school or they have learned and tried many recipes tried tried so that they cook well your 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 chef really cooked well yeah i don't know is but the the food i ate i think i enjoyed it i didn't eat a lot but i enjoyed it hallelujah yeah you see you see like i'm saying i don't normally eat in public i don't normally eat a lot i mean just out of catsy. but for me to even say that i enjoy this food this food is nice what it means is that if they tell me that this guy is the one going to cook I will always want to eat yeah yeah that's, that's, what that's what I'm saying but you see for him to cook well he had had to invest in himself he just didn't wake up and be throwing the, the ingredients and then they turn out magically nice other people have been throwing the ingredients they don't turn out the same way Hallelujah. Yeah. So I'm explaining something to you that we, you see, if we're going to be very evangelistic minded, then we need to prepare and do things also well. Sound, you learn how to manage the sound. Scriptures, you learn how to bring it by reading the Bible and learning the scriptures. So when the pastor is preaching, you, when, as he's saying, he mentions the There's part of the scripture, you know where it's coming from. Are you with me? No, it is important. You see, the Bible says all things work together. All things work together. I said all things work. So don't think that you are unimportant. You are very significant. It is because you have not invested into yourself. That's why it looks like you are unimportant. Hallelujah. So the man prepares a great supper. Prepares everything. Everybody in the church. You are needed though. You are needed. You are needed. It's not only the preaching. Some people would receive their, their message or their touch. Through music. Through even the prayer. The person who leads the prayer. Must be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Yes. Don't think that, oh, we just, we are just waiting for the pastor to come and preach, so we just say one, two, no, 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 no. Because you may give a prayer topic that may actually answer somebody's difficulty. Hallelujah. Good. Step number two. I'm only, and I'm going to think. Ish. You see, you can practice anakazo by keeping to yourself no you can you see as a person of an akazu, you have to learn to influence others so if you don't like talking you have to learn to talk oh yeah you have to learn and you have to learn to talk mind you mind you the guy the servant they didn't say servants Did he say, and he sent his servants? Luke 14. Did he say, and he sent his servants? So how can one man bring many people to fill the house? One man, he knows how to influence and negotiate with people to come to the church. So if you are going to practice amakazo as a person, you can't say, I'm the quiet type. We are all the quiet type. We are all the quiet type. That's what you don't know. But you see, you can't influence people by being the quiet type. To do the will of God that salvation be preached to many people, then you have to learn to talk because you can't preach salvation by just being quiet. Amen. Some of the points I'll just run through. And a akazo man, I'll just jump some of the points, is a person who overcomes people's excuses. Now, if there's any one thing that will stand between you and winning people to Christ or bringing people to church, it has to do with overcoming excuses, excuses. Excuses. Listen, you must be a master at Overcoming excuses. You overcome every form of excuse that is presented to you. You must be a master at overcoming excuses. Oh, you know, because of the rain. Listen, people, rain or no rain, they do what they want to do. Most of the most of your difficulties is going to be excuses and once you and you see to overcome excuses you must believe that most excuses are lies or empty you have to believe that most excuses are lies and empty whatever they are telling you is not the case you see that's what I'm saying that the people that I came with you see i i i i I worked on them before they realized what I was doing. You see, I knew that they would give me excuse. I knew it. If you like, I'll ask them to tell you why are they saying I caught them. Maybe they should tell us. Maybe one person should tell us why. Tali, what,
0: what, what? Why are you saying I caught you? Well, the first message I got from Muruti was a short text saying that I'm having a conference from this time to this time. May you please come along. I said, "Ah, a conference with Muruti. I'm coming. I said yes without even thinking. I'm available. And And mind you, I I had plans for this weekend. So whatever plan I had, I just said, Look, I'm canceling. I'm coming. Later on, in fact, Friday, yeah, it was Friday afternoon when I arrived and I met with Muruti. He said, We are coming here to pray for, for 48 hours. I said, Hey, Our, I drove all the way here. My plan was not to pray. <laughs> It was to come for the service, prayer and fasting, and we are still fasting now. Eh? Yeah, we just came from the place. Now I promise
1: you, if you don't understand what an akazo is, you get it. Many of the good things you want to do for people will not work because I know that they have plans for this long weekend. I knew it. So I told my secretary, when I, when I said, no, I need to do something. I said, don't invite them on a the group. I'm going to invite them personally. I said, don't invite them on a the group. If you invite them in the group. They will give you excuses. And you just need one person to start. The rest will follow. You see, as an anarchozo man, learn how to win people to Christ by not talking to them in a group. When you see a group of guys standing there, there's always a ringleader who has a negative influence on even people who want to say yes to what you are asking them find a way of splitting them up and talking to them one-on-one look as an anakazo man you is it is like you deploy everything that will fight what is fighting you that's that's how anakazo works I mean, some of you, you 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 the reason why you don't have somebody to marry is because you don't know how to apply an council You are all you see. Please sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. Sit down, sit down. You see, some ladies would have said yes to you, but you made your move too public. And therefore, and therefore everybody saw what you were doing. So they started saying negative things about you. You have to learn how to engage the person privately. You get it? Without the public's eye. Because some people are commentators. They have everything. There's something wrong with it. So, so you see, the, the brother or the lady would have said yes. Or would have given you a chance. But for the comment of others, ah, this brother, he has... Anyway, let's, 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 let's... I need to finish. By half past nine, I must finish. You see, you must, as an Akazoman, you must learn how to make a way, or how to make way for people to do what you're asking them to do. You must learn how to make a way for people to do what you're asking them to do. Because sometimes you want to take them away for prayer or you want to take them to somewhere to teach you know that the the thing that will stand between you and doing what you want to do is money find a way of getting other people to sponsor so that the money which would have made them not participate will, will be taken away yeah one of the you see one of the, one of the ministries of a pastor is way making ministry where you make it possible for people to do what you are asking them to do yeah you make a way for people to do what you are asking them to do you don't just tell them do what I have asked you to you see Jesus showed that if you check Jesus you realize that Jesus is an anachazo personal he he, he, he he tells you, I'm going to make you fishes of men. I'm going, you are going to be witnesses unto him, but I'll make a way to make you able to by giving you my spirit. Say, so wait for the promise of the Father. You shall receive power after that. The Holy Ghost has come upon you. And then you do what I've asked you to do. Sometimes you see, you said the person should come to church, but you are not making a way by either going to come along with the person. Most Christians, it's like, whatever you've asked the person to do, you are not making a way to help the person to do what you have asked them to do. And most pastors are like that. You have to learn to make a way for the people to do what you ask asked them to do. Hallelujah. I'm almost done. You see, one of the keys of an Anakazo person is that he doesn't limit his circles. He doesn't limit his circles. He goes out of his normal circles. These are the people I normally talk to. But as an Anakazo person, you have to go out of your way. Yes, you don't have to know somebody to talk to them. Because most of us men, when we are going after girls, We don't have to know them to talk to them. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes the boys, they sit in the area. When a girl is passing, then they start chatting the person. When it comes to winning souls, then all of a sudden, they don't know how to talk to strangers. Yeah. Because a number of us is like, yeah. But me, I got one to Christ because I was actually going to chase a stranger. I, you see, I don't, I don't have to know you to talk to you. But most of us Christians, it's like, oh, I don't know the person. You don't have to know the person. When you see a beautiful girl and you say, "Wow, hi sister, your face is familiar." It seems I know you somewhere. I've seen you before. Hallelujah! Listen, if you are going to, let me tell you something. Just in summary, with Anakazu, you do a lot. You go far. You see, with Anakazu, God will bless you. God will bless you. As you go out of your normal circles for god's will to be done and that is for people to come to the saving knowledge of jesus christ god will bless you god will be, he will bless you because he can see that it is not your normal route but something is driving you to go against your normal circles in other that somebody would know about jesus And there's only one result of your life you'll be blessed Jesus went out of his normal circles to talk to people for salvation the woman at the well was surprised that Jesus would talk to her I said, you see, everything that is being said is in the Bible. It's because we don't study our master carefully. It looks like, oh, we don't know how to do this. Jesus went out of his normal circles to the point that the woman said, how is it that you being a Jew asked me a Samaritan woman water to drink? But you see, Jesus was seeing an opportunity for salvation. I said Jesus was seeing an opportunity for salvation and therefore he did not allow his circles to limit him. Yeah. Uh, Verse 9. How is it that thou being a Jew ask a drink of me which I am a woman of Samaria. The woman was surprised. Because the last thing she expected was a Jew to talk to her. But you see, a Jew saw an opportunity for salvation. Some of you, you we are so restricted to ourselves. Even in the church, when new people come to the church, we are always talking to our own people. We are making the circle. It's almost like you can't be part of us. You can't be part of us. Yeah. He thought I will stay at Jesus. I'm coming to you. You are only talking to the people you know. Always talking to them. Meanwhile, new people have come to the church that you need to make to feel comfortable, to feel that uh, uh, hospitality, a warmth of caring and love. That's one of the reasons why new people can't stay in our churches. This, this is one of the reasons. Because everybody is happy with themselves. That nobody is prepared to open up to embrace a new person who has come to the
3: church. This is not a pastor's fault. This is your fault. Oh, yeah. Listen.
1: Let's learn to go out of our normal circles both in the church and outside the church. I said, both in the church and outside the church, to talk to people. I said, to talk to people. How is it that thou being a Jew, asketh drink of me, which is a woman of Samaria? And then the Bible explains to us why this question. For the Jews have no dealings with the Samaria.
0: We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, please visit our website on loyaltyhousesouthafrica.org.